can cause unnecessary anxiety, in much the same way as having to visit the dentist or going for a job interview. Being able to conduct the therapy in the comfort of your own home, without having to interface with someone or visit a treatment room you may not feel comfortable about, is of huge benefit to many. This book is the first edition, and as such, will be updated in future editions with further information or uses for TST that become apparent through continuing research. All new information will be added to the website, so you won't need to update your library. You can find the website at www.totalsensetherapy.co.uk. Chapter 2. The Origin of Total Sense Therapy I'd been a sports therapist for a few years, administering cool-down massages, treating strains and sprains, and helping sports people recover from restricted movement caused by tissue traumas and injuries, when the principles of TST occurred to me. I was talking to a patient while conducting a deep tissue massage, and he told me that he suffered anxiety attacks brought on by the pressures of competition in the sport he played professionally. He told me how the massage not only helped his body to recover from the rigours of competition, but also helped to bring his emotional state back into balance. He said that the heightened stress levels he experienced before, during and after a game were nothing compared to those he felt in the days leading up to a game. My treatment room at the time had warm lighting, pastel-coloured walls, and I always had a CD playing in the background with various sounds of nature, such as thunder and rain or gentle classical music. I wondered whether this environment had more to do with the fact my client managed to find an emotional balance there rather than the massage itself, which... If you've ever had deep tissue massage, you'll know is not relaxing in the slightest. I had a huge amount of empathy for my client as I'd suffered panic attacks at the age of 18 when I first started university. A new town, detached from the group of friends I'd grown up with, and dealing with what seemed like a million different things all at the same time, everything seemed too much to cope with. If you've never experienced a full-blown panic attack, I can only describe it as a complete breakdown in control and an exponential cycle of realizing that you're panicking and then panicking more because you can feel the panic growing progressively worse. During one attack, I couldn't breathe and all my muscles tightened until I literally couldn't move. After a few minutes of agony and a huge amount of stress, I was able to move again, but it took hours for the feeling of anxiety to subside sufficiently to allow me to regain full control and begin to think clearly once again. I was always loath to try anything medicinal for the fear of becoming reliant on it, however horrible and natural it claimed to be. Instead, I discovered that occupying as many of my senses as I could stopped me from panicking if I felt a little anxious, or I started to get on that train of thought that had led to the first panic attack. Playing the piano worked, 
distracting my conscious thought and running on subconscious conditioned actions, lying on my bed and listening to music through headphones with my eyes closed, blocking any external visual or auditory distractions helped derail that same train of thought until I completely forgot that I was ever anxious in the first place. My thoughts at that time were, can I take this therapy with me out of the house where it's most needed? Did I have to be lying on a bed with my eyes closed to feel that same level of serenity? Did I have to be hammering away at Mozart's Eine kleine Nacht music to disconnect my thought process? Or could I feel that peacefulness on a bus full of passengers? Or whilst walking home on a dark and cold November night in the rain? The answer to that question occurred to me during that massage session with my anxiety-suffering client.